Hey, hey, it's Samantha with the Rediscover Real podcast. Are you feeling overwhelmed, confused, or stuck on a hamster wheel from constantly seeking external tools, validation, and buffering in a search for more joy and fulfillment? Rediscover Real means to pull back the curtain and return to the foundation, peeling away the layers of mindsets, identities, and beliefs that no longer serve us. As we choose to grow, move forward, and show up fully as God intended, because at our very core, inside of you lies everything already, as God created you absolutely perfect. We get to uncover and rediscover what's inside of us, and then to expand into what we're capable of. In this space, we'll dive into topics on personal finance and budgeting, mindset and growth, relationships, network marketing, and entrepreneurship. There's sure to be some laughter and possibly a few tears along the way. I'm on the journey and you're invited. I'm holding out my hand for you. Will you join me? Let's rediscover real together. The Black Friday sales are here. How are you going to steward your finances well in this season? Today, I want to unpack the whole concept around Black Friday and how to steward your money well in this season and some tips and tricks and also different ways you might be, you might approach it one way and somebody else might approach it a different way. And there's two main um, kind of types of buyers that we have out there um, and which category do you fall into and what, how can you, depending on where you, you fall in those two categories, how can you steward your finance as well? And it might look different for you. So let's unpack Black Friday. First of all, the whole, why is Black Friday called Black Friday? What's, what's the whole point? And also more and more. I mean, I've been seeing Black Friday sales and emails coming through my inbox for the last like week or 10 days now. Um, And we're still a week out from Black Friday. And so I really wanted to unpack this because I think you can look at it kind of from a almost cynical viewpoint and be like, all the sales, they're just trying to get us to buy more stuff. And, you know, Black Friday has turned into like, the whole month of November. Um, And then we go into, you know, Christmas and all the sales then and around Boxing Day and all of those pieces. So just a little bit of the background behind that, the whole Black Friday, the name around it, um, it became a thing because the whole point is for businesses to go that were, you know, are maybe sitting in the red, according to their accounting books, in other words, they're in debt, to be able to put stuff on sale and make enough money to end up in the black or to be making money, like to have kind of crossed that threshold according, you know, from an accounting perspective to go from, you know, red to black. So that's why it's called Black Friday. I thought that's really interesting. Now, at the same time, I mean, obviously with that, the businesses are trying to get to a point where they're making money and in the process of doing that, they're obviously trying to get you to part with as much money as possible. Now, don't take that from a cynical um, standpoint or viewpoint um, or that they're out to get you. 
they're just offering you a solution to your problems with a very enticing offer attached to it, right? They've been offering the same thing all along. They're just trying to sweeten the deal to help you make that decision. It's not a bad thing. Sales is not bad. And there will be a separate podcast on that, um, talking more about sales and why sales is good. And if you can learn to shift your mindset around sales, you'll enjoy being a buyer a lot more. You'll enjoy selling a lot more because, uh, you know, just for the record, we're all selling every day. Whether you're selling your two-year-old on to put on a winter jacket or whether you're selling um, to your boss of why you're valuable and why they should keep you or your spouse on why it would be advantageous for them to help you put up the Christmas lights um, or whatever that is, or to pick up their dirty clothes off the floor. We're all selling every day. So when we start to make those shifts, but that's gonna be a podcast for another day. Um, But when we start to actually make those shifts and approach it from a healthy mindset and not from a victim place and like they're out to get us, um, it becomes this really beautiful process. So sales is not bad. So when we talk about Black Friday sales and there's so many coming across and it can feel like you're getting bombarded with them. I know that's been a feeling for me. Um, Here's the thing leading up to before I get into like the tactical of like, here's the steps to help you walk through that. I want to break down. There's two different kind of camps that people fall into. You can be an emotional buyer or you can be a logical buyer. Um, An emotional buyer is driven by emotions. They're all um, often are the ones who are making impulse purchases and they often have really strong brand loyalty. And in other words, they're, they really love the one, you know, that brand that they always buy from a logical buyer is makes more rational based decisions. Um, They're more risk adverse, risk adverse, and they look at the long-term considerations of making that purchase. So these are like the people who have the budgets and the people who like budgeting and the people who, um, you know, have their Black Friday lists and um, all of those things. And it was actually interesting when I was kind of pulling these thoughts together because when I was going through the tips first and like, okay, what would be, what are like, what are the, what are some really good tips that I could share with you all? I was going down the logical buyer, um, like all the, the things. And I was like, wait, I am very much a logical buyer. Now, that's not the case for everyone. Specifically, um, my mom is, I would say, very much an emotional buyer. And that's not a bad thing. It's just knowing, having the awareness of where you are, because then you can steward it from a much like healthier place. Because if you don't have the awareness around that, if you're an emotional buyer, you're probably going to be beating yourself up because you're making impulse purchases or having a budget feels really restricting to you or doing research beforehand, like you just don't do that and you're gonna beat yourself up. But if you can go, okay, this is how I operate. Now, how can I steward my finances well while being in, being an emotional spender or an emotional buyer and being okay with that? Or if you're a logical buyer and maybe Black Friday doesn't feel as fun or you know, you're not one of the people who like goes and waits in line for all the things and you don't like quite get all the hype maybe as much, that's okay too. 
How can you take advantage of the Black Friday sales and steward your finances well and make wise decisions without just like checking out and blocking it all and, and like opting out? Because there are really great deals and great ways for you to steward your finances well, get discounts, all of those things. So knowing what you are, um, whether you're a logical buyer or an emotional buyer is really key. And that actually, I'm going to probably dig into that more on a separate podcast. And uh, I, I have a free workshop um, worksheet coming for you as well, so that you can kind of work through that and then set that up for yourself, depending on where you're at. Um, the next piece that I want to talk about. So once you, if you, if you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's totally how I buy. Yeah, that's totally the camp I fall into. You probably have a, a, a good idea um, of where you fall in that. Or if you don't, maybe you can, if you think of other people that you know and how they buy and then go, okay, where, like, do I purchase like them or am I the opposite of that, right? Um, and Violet has joined today to add her <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> um, anyways, so next up is, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see here. Um, next up is scarcity and abundance. So, um, actually before yeah before i talk about that i want to talk about um if you've ever heard of the six human needs this is coming from tony robbins um but the six human needs i'll just quickly run through them are certainty uncertainty significance love and connection and then the two that are kind of um he calls them like spirit needs are um growth and contribution so we all require and seek every one of those first four. Now, depending on where we're at in terms of awareness and mindset work and um, how much we've dug into that, you might seek one more than another. Um, and it might come out in some unhealthy ways. That's going to be a separate podcast. But going into Black Friday, and I'm going to say primarily as an emotional spender, but also as a logical spender, depending on where you're at, because you can be a logical spender and still have the unhealthy like need to seek significance. And so going into Christmas, if you are seeking significance first in trying to, let's say, be special, be loved more, you're seeking love and connection the most, or you're trying to seek significance and be significant, um, as an emotional spender, this is going to show up as, well, I need to buy all of this stuff regardless of my finances because they won't love me. You know, my, you know, kids, spouse, family, extended family, coworkers, whoever else you're buying gifts for, they won't love me unless I show up with the get the perfect gifts. Um, and I don't care if I have to max all my credit cards out. I like this is a need I have to fulfill or seeking significance in maybe you're not worried about your finances so much, but you're so driven by being an emotional buyer and being able to go make impulse purchases and that like, oh yeah, we went Black Friday shopping and like bought all this stuff. And you know, you're you're sharing how much stuff you did and how long you stood in line and all of those pieces. Now I'm not saying any of that's bad. It's the driving factor behind it. Are you trying to seek significance from that? Now, from a logical buyer perspective, Oftentimes I see people seeking significance from the place of opting out of Black Friday. Oh, well, we just buy stuff like we don't need to buy into that like whole Black Friday hype. Um, 
I just, we just buy stuff when we need it and that's all we do. Or we stick to a very strict budget and we don't do any Black Friday shopping. You can kind of have that like that flip, um, really just trying to feed your ego. Um, and our ego is just trying to keep us safe. But we're seeking significance in, oh, well, I don't need to do that, right? Or, well, I just stick to my budget and, you know, I make things work, right? If you're really tight, you know, let's say your finances are fairly tight right now, you seek significance by saying, well, we, you know, we stuck to our budget. We, we did those, you know, now I'm not saying sticking to your budget is a bad thing. Um, but when it comes from that place of you're seeking significance, kind of like that humble pride of like, well, we're fine with nothing. Um, that's not healthy either. And so no shame and guilt on either side of the fence um, or towards anyone. And that's what I see so often with budgeting and where this whole thing for me has evolved into talking about the money mindset portion, because you can't budget and steward your finances well until you have a healthy mindset around money and spending money and budgeting and all of those pieces. I'm not saying throw the budget out, but you have to have a healthy mindset around that. It's not one or the other. It never is, right? Okay, so are you seeking significance and or um, love and connection? What's your driving factor behind wanting to purchase that item, behind the whole concept of Black Friday, um, all of those pieces? Now I'm going to come back to scarcity versus abundance because so many times, and I have fallen into this trap as well in the past, I see people approach Black Friday and they go shopping or anytime there's sales on. And, and they're like, well, it's 50% off. Now I don't, I don't just want to buy one shirt for myself. I'm going to buy all six colors. Um, and, and there's that scarcity and even, or with sales. And it's like, well, this is like such a good deal. Like this is a limited time offer. I can't miss out on this. I, I have to do this. Even if it like maxes out my credit card, like this is a once in a lifetime deal. If I don't do this now, there's no way I'm going to be able to buy it in the future, even if I don't have to have it right now. And that's the question is, and that kind of takes me into what are needs and what are wants? We're never going to fulfill all of our wants, no matter how much money you make, no matter how many millions of dollars you make, you're never going to satisfy every want. It's learning how to be content and and I'm, that's not to like, well, just stay small and play small and don't have anything. I'm not saying that. But in stewarding your finance as well, you're never going to be able to afford everything. So what is a need and what is a priority? And I think that's really crucial is what's a priority for me in my life right now? And as an example, um, just with scarcity versus abundance. So um there was i purchased um a couple months worth of a product that i really like um last month because there was a sale on and it doesn't happen very often um and so i did that now i'm pretty sure that the same sale or something better is going to start this week on that product and i was thinking about it in my list because i tend to be a more logical um buyer so i have a list of the things that you know, okay, what do I want? What's a regular price? What's a priority? What, you know, what really matters? Definitely a logical buyer. <laughs> um, and I was like, there was that moment of scarcity where I was like, well, I should buy some more of that because like, who knows when the next time that sale will be on. And then I was like, wait, 
Is that a priority right now in my finances? I purchased a few months worth of product. I have enough for the next few months. Um, if I don't have that product or if the sale isn't on in a few months, A, I could probably get by without it. B, um, it's something that there's a good chance that they'll probably have the same, you know, kind of sale that I had that I, you know, got in on last month um, in the future months and, and coming up. And so just because it is probably going to be on sale again this week doesn't need, doesn't mean I need to like stock up and hoard more of it. Right. Because that's not a, like there's, there's always ways to increase our, our money and to approach it from that place of expansion. But that doesn't mean that we just like go buy all the things and go, I'm sitting in abundance. It's fine. I'll pay for it. We still get to say no. We still get to make wise decisions. Um, so are you sitting in scarcity? And that kind of goes with that like limited time deal, right? Or are you sitting in abundance and saying, okay, I don't need this. I have abundance. I have an abundance. You know, I bought multiple months of that product. I have abundance of that product right now. I'm fine. Um, all right. So those are kind of some of the mindset pieces that I wanted to bring up and challenge you on. So checking where you're, are you an emotional buyer or a logical buyer? Are you seeking significance um, or love, trying to like gain love through gifts, right? Or purchases. Um, and and then are you sitting in scarcity or abundance? So some tangible, tactical tips for you, um, regardless of if you're an emotional buyer or a logical buyer, is knowing what your limit is. Now you're gonna break this down and do it differently depending on which of those camps you sit in. But if you know what you're like, what is my limit? Like, what am I, what am I willing to spend um, this month? What is you know, have I been saving up for some of this stuff? You know, we know that Black Friday comes every year. So have you been setting money aside for these things? You know, your Christmas budget, um, you know, maybe there's things for your house. What's your household budget? Um, whatever those different pieces are. Now, if you don't have a budget and you don't know, um, you know, it can come down to as simple as like, well, how much money do I have in my bank account? You know, is my credit card paid off? Um, what am I willing to, what will I be able to sleep at night and have peace over? Um, and setting a limit overall. Um, and knowing what those pieces are. Now, if you're in the, in the emotional buyer camp, this doesn't mean you have to like have every item researched and all of those pieces. If you're going to go stand in the lines and go black, like true Black Friday shopping um, and do all of the things, what's your limit? Like, do you have, maybe you have like a $500 prepaid visa card um, and you, or you go get one and you're like, this is my Black Friday shopping, right? Or two of them, or well, I don't know how, like, depending on where you're at financially, right? What is your spending going to be? And, and so then you're like, well, these are like, I can go spend as, on whatever I want, whatever my, you know, emotional buying, whatever I'm feeling. But when the prepaid visa cards run out, I'm done. And as an emotional um, buyer, also being aware, because you're going to probably make impulse purchases. So knowing what the return policies are and committing to returning things, 
And this is really key. So making sure as you're shopping that you get receipts and that you keep receipts, like doing that one step to be organized, like go buy all the things, go have fun with it. Um, and then when you come home, go, okay, I'm choosing this item over that item to stay in budget. And, you know, and also setting aside time on your calendar to go actually make the returns, not just keep them in your closet until it's too late. Um, but right away, going and making those returns. Um, and then the other thing as an emotional spender is kind of check if you, and this is, this takes a little bit more intentionality, um, but is it really a deal? Um, is it actually like, is it, because if it's a need, um, or if it's a priority, and that's the question is, so we have our, we're going to assume that your Black Friday shopping with your base survival needs cover right this isn't like am i going to be able to pay my power bill or go black friday shopping um you have your basic living expenses and your those needs covered then there's like that's your that's your foundation then we're talking about like needs versus wants kind of on that because there are things that make our lives easier right or we you know we're committed to purchasing christmas gifts for kids or you know whoever family members friends whatever Chinese gift exchanges or whatever else you do. Um, so if it's something that you need to be able to check a box beside, right? You're, you're expected to show up with a present for whatever it is. Do you, like making sure you're staying within your overall budget, right? Because we all love to like, shock and surprise people or you know i think i think most people would love to be able to give extravagant gifts but is it a priority or is it something that you want and it's okay if this season this year it's not a priority to go overboard it can be a wonderful year and again this goes back to what are you seeking love and connection significance um or are you like, and, and what are you seeking first, right? And are your priorities in alignment? So making sure that you have, have those priorities and the, okay, well, I need to check a box next to this for a Christmas gift, um, but I don't for this. You know, like I would love to buy little gifts for a lot of my friends, but I've committed to needing to check Christmas gift, you know, the boxes next to these gifts for these people. I'm committed to that. These would be like the nice extras. These were, you know, these are the things I want to do versus what I need to do, which by the way, you're still allowed to opt out of a lot of those like need tos and everybody will be just fine and still love you. Um, if you're in that position and giving yourself full, full ownership and accountability to say, that's not in the budget this year. That's not in our finances this year. That's not a priority and that's okay. Um, so asking yourself if it's really a deal, right? If it's like buy one, get one 25% off or buy one, get one half off. Okay. So you're getting 25% off on that item. Is it, is that actually a, like, is that actually a good deal for you to like, to still be spending that much money? Right. Um, and looking at that, right. Um, and then also have a list. So as a logical buyer, and if you can, as an emotional buyer as well, 
like having that list beforehand of like, hey, these are the boxes I need to check. These would be the nice to haves if there's like, you know, leftover money on those prepaid Visa cards or whatever, however you're setting that up for yourself. Um, and also knowing like if you have some of those items or the, you know, the boxes you need to check and you kind of have an idea of what some of those things you're looking for, whether it be gifts or household items or whatever, you know what the regular price is or kind of that comparison pricing. And then you can go, okay, is this actually worth it even on sale? Right. And if you have that high brand loyalty, um, if you're, especially if you're an emotional spender, is it actually worth that? Um, you know, what, and really being, trying to be objective. If you're a logical buyer, um, having a list of what you're looking for, um, you know, knowing your budget, having your list, and also having your list of, okay, this is what these products, you know, were regular price or, you know, these items. Um, let's, you know, let's go see if I can find them on sale um, and check those boxes. And that's, that's fantastic. And that's good. Um, but looking at like what are those tactical pieces that you need to be looking for and also still being okay with saying you know this is a really good deal um i found this incredible deal but just because it's an incredible deal doesn't mean that it's in my finances it's in my budget it's it's doable for this year and sitting in abundance with it's okay to say no, even if it's an incredible deal. And this applies for either camp. But I think especially as a logical buyer, because if you've done the research and you know all those things, um, and you're like, this is a really good deal, and this is incredible, being able to say, okay, is this a need? Is this a priority? No. Or what am I willing to adjust on my priority list because of this item? That's really key. All right. I think that covers a lot of it. So hopefully this allows you to go into, you know, if you've already started or continue to go through your Black Friday shopping with more peace and also clarity on how you're approaching it from, you know, one of those two camps and from a place of abundance and looking at your priorities, knowing your priorities, right? Even as far as Christmas gifts go, what's the priority and just because something's a priority over another doesn't mean that you love that that person less or somebody more or whatever it's it's what's what's truly important what you know like um i'm pretty sure your coworkers are or your friends are okay with not getting a gift if it means you know your kids get to you know open something on christmas day right but even that if your kids don't get to open anything it's They'll still love you. There's so many things you can do for free. Um, and that'll probably be a separate podcast um, just around gifts and that and Christmas and all of that. It's kind of going to be a theme um, around here because I know there's so much we get caught up in our heads with like, well, they won't love us. Um, you know, if we don't show up with all the things or if they don't open all the gifts on Christmas Day, um, whatever those pieces are. So choose peace first. Look at what your priorities are. Choose to sit in abundance. And I mean, as a last piece to this, now we're in Black Friday, so I'm not saying this for Black Friday. I'm not gonna say, go spend the money and then figure out how to pay it off after. Anytime, you, one of the biggest tips that I give people is when you look at an item and the price of an item, 
how many hours of work would it take for you to pay that item off? How much extra work are you, are you going to have to do? Maybe you have some sort of a side hustle or um, you do something or you even just working an hourly job if you can get extra hours. How many hours is it gonna take you to pay for that item? And it just kind of helps it sink in more of like the cost of items um, and what we're paying for. Now, with all of this said, like I said, this doesn't really apply to Black Friday so much because we're already pretty much here, but how can you expand your income to save up for an item? Like there's still lots of time between now and Christmas to be able to make an extra 500, 1,000, $1,500, $2,000, just even with um, like one of the businesses that I have. And if you're looking for that way to increase your income, I would love to have a conversation with you. Um, And let's talk about how we can put that extra money in your bank account, cash, actual cash. And then you can go buy the items. So if you're looking for that, um, let's talk. But also being being willing to sit in abundance of, okay, how can I increase my income? Where where can I look for increases, right? Not just like cutting back or taking out of other budgets or whatever those pieces are, going without on something, but then how can I expand? Okay. Peace in your heart and then money in your bank. Um, and that's the whole piece of this. So I hope that this has been helpful and encouraging and leaves you some pieces. Like I said, um, I'm probably going to do a separate podcast on the emotional versus logical buyer and, um, make sure you're following me on social media because I will, uh, I have a free worksheet for you so you can kind of work through that and then kind of go through and set up for yourself as an emotional, an emotional buyer or as a logical buyer those tangible things so that you can have fun, enjoy Black Friday, take advantage of Black Friday, your logical buyer, um, and then and make wise choices and steward your finances well. You just finished another episode of the Rediscover Real podcast. My hope is always that you come away encouraged as you listened. And if you found this valuable, would you share it with a friend? And be sure to tag me on social. I love seeing your takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And I would so appreciate it if you took a second to rate and review this podcast. Visit my website, linked in the show notes, to get your special free gift for subscribing. And be sure to connect with me on social. Shoot me a message and say, hey, remember, I'm on the journey and you're invited. I'm holding out my hand for you. Will you join me?